terminated for making adult videos with his wife. You knew that this was potentially going to be an issue for you. Pornography websites featuring him and his wife. Dr. Joe Gao has a lot to say about being fired. We're not apologizing for anything by any means. He was abruptly terminated. Porn stars, video. Just, to be, just to be clear. Immediately removed as chancellor. University decided to part ways. There was no due process. What does that have to do with anything? We have the right to do this. He was out. We should be able to talk about that. The hypocrisy. They're pretty graphic. It's pretty ominous. Wow. Hi, I'm Amanda Pashuko. This is She Love. Hello, it's Davida. I'm Gina Lovato. Hey, it's Anna Dunn. I'm Caitlin Bailey. This is Melissa Novak. It's Sean Jacobson. Hey, it's Bethany Nicole, and welcome to Sex Party. And welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. <laughs> sex Party with your host, Dustin Rivka. Welcome to Sex Party. I'm your host, Dustin Ribka. This is the season three premiere, and I've got an exclusive episode for you all this week. Joe Gao, the university chancellor from Wisconsin, who was fired from his position when porn videos were discovered of him and his wife on the internet. Joe is here. He is joined by his wife, Carmen. This is their first on-camera interview together since the firing and the media firestorm that it ignited. This was covered by everybody from CNN, BuzzFeed, all the way to the New York Post. Everybody wanted a piece of this thing. It's been nonstop the last couple of months. They're here on Sex Party. We are going to talk about everything. What is it like to lose your job when porn videos are discovered in such a public way, right? Is Joe angry? What is it like to have threesomes with some of the biggest names in porn? Uh, Lauren Phillips, Adriana Chechik. Um, what's it like to have threesomes with women, uh, threesomes with men, cum shots, squirting? They have a vegan cooking show where they cook a vegan dish. They have a guest on. Then they have sex with that guest while the dish is cooking. We also talk about freedom of speech, right? That's a big part of this story. So without further ado, please enjoy this exclusive season three conversation with Joe and Carmen, the sexy, happy couple. This week's conversation. conversation. Joe and Carmen, welcome to the show. I think um, the viewers of this program, potentially the listeners, will uh, recognize your voice and, and potentially your faces. Um, you guys have been in the news recently, and honestly, like... Um, I, I, I want you guys to just launch into it, tell your story, because I feel like this is a bit of an exclusive. They don't want to hear from me. They want to hear from from you guys. So who are you? Uh, what's been going on? Right. Wow. Well, who are we? Well, thanks for having us yeah, for on sure. the show. And um, yeah, I mean, until the end of December, we were people nobody really knew much about. We were in academia and uh, I still am. And, um, you know, the, the Board of Regents of, of the university system that I'm in, they found out about some uh, videos that we had out on X Hamster and Pornhub and um, fired me from the, the chancellor job. And that, of course, got a lot of attention and media uh, coverage, uh, although, you know, it's great now that we're 
coming to your show where you're a little bit more interested in, you know, well, what, what are the details and, and why do we do what we do? And, you know, that initial media coverage was very, some of it not so nice um, where people were like, what are you out of your minds? And, yeah. you know, so um, we can talk all about that here uh, today as far as how we got into things and um, where we're headed. And, uh, you know, so again, great to be here. I don't know if Carmen, you want to, kind of set the stage of it's a long story so hopefully people won't get bored with it but you know um we were in other marriages and they weren't very fulfilling and um we got divorced and then we met up and right and so yeah it started off um with us buying a camcorder at Best Buy and we went in because we wanted to to take film of ourselves and went in and, and the woman says, what are you going to film or videotape? And, and I looked at her and I said, <laughs> uh, stuff. And she said, like sports. And I said, yeah, like sports. And she said, you're going to need a tripod. And so we started off uh, uh, taking videos of ourselves and um, involved a, another woman that I knew uh, um, at that time. And then we wanted to have a man, and that was more difficult to find. So Joe came up with this idea when we were at one of our conferences in Chicago, actually, where you are, uh, to hire a male dancer. And so he calls up. The yep, they, and, and sort of, you know, you, you could make it known, well, we want him to do more than dance. And, and, and they were cool with that. And, and uh so he came to the hotel room and we, um, you know, had a threesome and uh, we didn't tape that no. one. Um, we were in this period where we were sort of experimenting with uh, polyamory and swinging and, and you know, it, it really wasn't working out so well for us. And then we went out to a uh, legal brothel out in Nevada and we're with a woman and, and we thought, oh, this is really the way it ought to be. You know, you, you, you just pay some money, have a professional perform with you, and then life goes on. There's no emotional attachments, nothing uh, tricky like that. And so the guy that we hired in Chicago at the hotel, he mentioned that there's this conference called Exotica that, that's coming up, and, and um, there will be people there that are performers that you could book through their agents to be in video with you. Uh, and so, you know, it's kind of a little bold on, on our part. I, yeah. I, I called up one of the top agents in LA and the office and said, you know, we're going to be doing a documentary video at Exotica and we're interested in booking some talent. And um, they were kind of initially, well, you know, I don't know about that. And then I explained, no, we're, we're really sincere about this. We'll get tested. We'll do consent forms, everything that, you know, professionals need to do. And so um, we went, they, they agreed to it. And, and you know, you, at that point, we were really completely unknown. And so it was kind of a question of, well, who are performers that would be willing to, to right. shoot with us? Wow, the interesting thing was the first person that we shot with, and this is maybe like, geez, eight years Ten ago. I don't know, it's, ago, it's, it's been a long nine, time. Um, turned out to be Adriana Chechik, who was just starting in the business and is now like a huge 
star. Yeah. And, and so we got a great video with her where we do a nice interview and then we have a threesome. And now that one, we shot that ourselves. It was just Carmen and me. And um, we learned that's a little tricky to actually shoot the video while you're having the set. <laughs> so we asked the, next, the, the we agent. Had, yeah, We had a, a booking the next day. And so we asked the agent if he could find somebody to run the video camera. And he did. Um, and that conference, that was, that was funny. That was in Chicago. And there were two conferences going on in the same hotel. Well, the, the exotic was in the convention center, but there was another conference in the hotel and it was like music teachers of America. And so <laughs> you know, there's all these people walking around with their like instruments very... and their pocket protectors and, and their little kids. The foreign people. And then you've got like really big pasted on, you know, with low cleavage. And I'm just imagining what the fathers are saying to their sons about who else is in the hotel. That was really funny. So, you know, we, we shot these videos. We, we, it was really fun. And um, we came back again the next year and we were married right before that. And so we did a, we call it honeymoon with the porn stars. And we had um, Ryan Driller and Rochelle Ritchie and we hired a camera person. And, you know, so we're starting to kind of get this more professional and formalized. And then we got the idea, hey, why don't we see if we could work with a professional studio and the, make some video, a video, just the two of us. And um, we, we did get on with somebody and we probably shouldn't say who they are because a lot well, the of the first one was in L.A. Yeah, that's right. We did so, one where I, an agent put together a, a crew yeah. for us. And we shot that. And that was really fun and professionally edited. And um, so then we went to this production company and um, did some videos, just the two of us at their shoot house out west. And um, then we said, hey, why don't we do some stuff with uh, big time stars? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's not inexpensive. I mean, you know, a lot of people go out and they take a trip and they play golf or they go on a cruise or they go skiing. This is our thing. We, we would go out to L.A. or, um, you know, Scottsdale, Arizona, Vegas uh, and do these videos and then have a, a kind of a vacation too uh, along the way. And then Joe got the idea. We were in the gym, you know, with the rack of monitors. And I'm one of the monitors is a show where a husband and wife refurbish houses and on another monitor, there's a show that's cooking. And on another monitor, there's a show where people are getting interviewed. And he said, gee, what if we did a cooking show with the talent? And we're vegan, which means we eat a plant-based diet. So nothing from animals, only from plants. And so we decided that we would film a, a sex scene and a cooking scene. And so we start with the cooking scene and, you know, we interview. ask, we interview them, you know, things like, how did you get into this? Um, how did you choose your name? You know, the kind of questions that people have been asking us, quite honestly. Uh, and then we would say, you know, at a per certain point in the show that you take a break, it's a good time to take a break when stuff goes in the oven or whatnot. <laughs> and we're going to show you the sex scene. And so then we have the sex scene and, you know, and, and then we come back to the food and finish it up. Now, we should note. <laughs> it is really difficult to shoot sex and a cooking show in one day. Yeah, impossible. So for her in particular, so yeah. we break it up and we do the sex on one day and the cooking on another. Yeah. 
And um, it, 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 it's a concept that, you know, nobody's done before. And we've had some really major stars, um, you know, the guys, um, as I, you know, Danny Mountain, um, Will Pounder, Tyler Nixon, Damon Dice, Damon Dice, um, women. Wow. We had Nina Hartley, like the one and only, which I'll talk more about that because I kind of grew up watching her work and, and um, India Summer and Sophie Marie and um, Mia Malkova was on the show with Danny Mountain when they were married but she didn't want to be in the sex scene. So we're like, okay, that's cool. So like we did cooking with her. Yeah, we cooked with her and Lauren and, and Phillips. Talked to Lauren Phillips, big yeah, star. Yeah. Um, and they're just great people, yeah. just fantastic. I mean, you know, we were in higher ed. These folks from the adult industry treat us much, much better than the people in higher ed, yeah, it, exactly. it, particularly after this all came out. Yeah. Oh my, I'm kind of a, a pariah in higher ed. <laughs> Well, for now, right? But um, I think th there's just a, a mountain of, of questions that I have, but I, I will get drawn and quartered and run through if I don't ask right off the rip. What was it like, bo both of you, what was it like to have a threesome with the one and only Adriana Chechik? <laughs> it, it was. She was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, she um, uh, was really. Uh, energetic and she clearly had a good time um and she she gave a great interview too because we we did interview her prior to the sex and um it, her story was very interesting and it was it was great yeah yeah i mean I, I it turned out she went to high school right or near where i did and of course, we have a bit of an age difference there. And so, um, but she was real cool in terms of, I, I could tell, you know, folks were, at that point, we were really new to it. And she wanted to just make us feel very comfortable, yeah. like that she was comfortable. And it's um, a great scene. And, and it's on um, Loyal Fans, that, that um, platform. Um, and people seem to really dig that. It, it, it's one of a kind. Yeah, no, I think that's, I mean, she's, a, she's an absolute legend. I mean, a lot of the people you guys mentioned are legends, Mia Malkova, Lauren Phillips. I mean, those are, it doesn't get much bigger than that. And, and I, and I think also too, it's, it's, it's very telling and incredibly interesting. And we run up against this on the show all the time that the adult industry, um, in terms of like, you know, your personal safety, STI, like you're, you're more accepted, but you're also safer in some aspects in the adult industry than you are in the real world. And it's, I think that's amazing that you guys have <clears throat> highlighted that in the, in just the first, you know, a couple of minutes of, of the interview, because I think um, more people kind of need to realize that, you know, when you, if you decide to open your relationship, if you decide to experiment, right, you said it amazingly well, it wasn't going that great. There's probably some, some hiccups, right? And then you go to a pro and, and blows your mind and it kind of turns you around on it. And I think I've had conversations like that in, in my relationship and, you know, where I've said, well, if we have a threesome, like maybe we go to a sex worker. Right. And, and, and to me, 
you know, you bust a tooth, you don't ask a, a, a landscaper to fix it. That's part of your body. What's the difference, really? You know, so I love I love that. I love how sex positive you guys are. Um, I love how how open and fun you guys are. The vegan cooking idea. Uh, my girlfriend is vegan. Oh, I, I mean, what a what a um, what a great what a great concept. I mean, are you guys eating the food after the sex scene then or does it just end or? Well, we fin- we typically don't eat it, um, <laughs> you know, during the filming on camera. On camera, although sure. Lauren Phillips was so excited, we did actually eat. We I made a, a wheat and smoky soy curl pizza, and she was so excited that we did taste it before the cameras was off. But typically, we wait till the cameras off, and then people taste it. And most of most of the talent, well, I don't think we've worked with anybody who's vegan. Um, no. And but so they this is really new to them and they yeah. taste it and they're like, oh, wow, right. this is really good. Right. Uh, and the company that we shoot with um, for a while, they were using Airbnbs and VRBOs and they would want it for the whole week. And we would be there for like the first couple of days. And then I would always just say to the guys, you know, I'm leaving the food, eat it if you want it. And apparently <laughs> there was one time when there was a, a talent who was vegan who was super excited that there was a vegan food in the refrigerator that they got to eat yeah. so um, yeah it's a it's a big deal yeah, yeah for People sure are generally, you can see they're genuinely surprised this actually tastes good yeah, dating a vegan, you will learn that very quickly. That a vegan burger or uh, even like vegan wings are have uh, come a long way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, They're absolutely! Yeah. And Chicago's got some great places. Yeah, uh, yeah, to- totally. Um, so, okay, when so you you made all these videos between um, with the with the porn stuff early on, and then the cooking stuff, like between what years? Like, was it just like a a a catalog of videos that you were just sort of adding to in your private life. Um, when did exactly. it start? Okay. So what, when, what year did that start? Well, I think we bought the camera in 2013. So that started that piece of it. Okay. Uh, we did our first shoot at Chicago in Chicago with at exotic, I believe also in 2013. Um, and then you know, it, it evolved from there, but it was always just for our own personal use. Mm. And uh, people don't understand, you know, if you, <laughs> and why would they, if you've not been in the industry, uh, you know, when you, when you shoot with a professional outfit, there's a big, there's a contract you need to sign. They do, you know, videotape you saying, um, I'm here by own free will. I'm not on the influence of drugs and alcohol. Here's today's date. Here's my driver's license. You know, here's a newspaper with today's date. And and then they they would say, and you realize that you're filming this for the purpose of, and then they would kind of chuckle and say, your own personal use, you know, or maybe <laughs> something later, because it's always for the, you know, this film company to post, you know, or whatever. Um, and so we never at that point intended to Put these out there. Uh, that was that was never part of it. Which, well, I I think we were sort of someday maybe. Yeah, and then so the question we get asked all the time is like, why now? What happened? Sure. And so we're making these videos, and well, and we wrote the books too. Yeah, there's... so we have two books: monogamy with benefits and married with benefits. 
Um, and monogamy with benefits kind of tells our whole story from the very beginning of how we got into working with professionals. Married with benefits chronicles uh, several of the uh, videos that we made with the professional um, talent. Um, and we put those out there under pseudonyms on Amazon. She's in 2016. 2016. <clears throat> and really, you know, People would buy a book or two occasionally. You know, I think the most money we ever made in a year was like four hundred dollars or it wasn't very yeah, much. Not, you it, know, it, I mean, it was it wasn't getting noticed. And so then last fall, Joe announced that he was going to be stepping down from his position as chancellor. And we decided, well, why not? go ahead and put out the videos because he won't be chancellor by the end of the year, at the end of the year. And we first put them up behind paywalls. And again, there's a couple of views, a couple of purchases here and there, but not anything, you know, not, not any big, you know, deal. Mm -hmm. uh, so then we, would you want me to go ahead? Yeah. So, so, so it's sort of, Oh, okay. Nobody really cares about this. No big deal. So we're out in um, Scottsdale, Arizona, and we're, we went out for a vacation, but we also wanted to go to dinner with the person who edits our material, had never met him, never sat down one-on-one. -on -one. And we had a great time with him and his wife. And, and, and they're just you know, people just like us. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's interesting how I think people outside the adult industry think, oh, these are really seedy shady people but they're not i mean they're all college educated i mean geez we the people that we've shot with we've shot with people that went to um berkeley um you know penn state um oh um mit i mean it, 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 it's a That's highly right. educated arizona state um so anyway we're sitting there with him and we were saying yeah we put these videos out and there's not really that much interest. And he said, well, you know, our company does really well with Pornhub and X hamster. And we thought, well, gee, that'd be interesting, you know? Um, and th there are rights issues and, and consent issues. The easiest thing was just to put videos of just the two of us onto those platforms. And really, we had no clue. I mean, are people going to be interested in a 60-year-old guy and a 55-year-old you know, woman? And we're just these, you know. So we put them on there. And it was like stunning. In a number of days, it you exploded. got like quarter of a million views of one video. And people are writing comments like, this is beautiful. This is real. This is like true passion and pleasure. Keep going. And it was just so positive. And we were like amazed. And then apparently somebody that knows us saw the stuff and, you know, you'd think, well, you're there on X hamster and uh, Pornhub. What are you doing there? You know, I guess you'd hope you're enjoying <laughs> the content. Um, Fucking hypocrite. Some, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they told the people that I work for and then all hell broke loose. So yeah. um, we, we, we really didn't think we would be uncovered and outed so quickly and dramatically. I yeah. mean, that that was a surprise. 
Yeah. So was the did the outing occur in twenty three? Did was it last yeah. year that somebody? Yeah, it was right after Christmas. It was December twenty eighth. Yeah. Um, okay. So so very very recently. Um, yeah. And and so you were already resigning in twenty four then as chancellor of uh, UW at at Lacrosse. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And then so, he was going. To, he made a deal with the president of the system that he would take some time during the summer and the fall to prepare to go back to teaching in spring of 2025. Uh, and they then said, no, you're done now in December and you will have the spring and the summer to prepare and to be teaching in the fall. Although then the president said, I'm filing a complaint to um, have your tenure revoked and basically fire you from the faculty <laughs> position. So that, and that one, I mean, you know, people, I mean, we can concede that, okay, you can't be a big porn star and lead a university. It's kind of a distraction, right? Uh, so <laughs> maybe, but, <I> mean. <laughs> maybe, but um, although many alumni have been like, Ooh, this is so great. You know, I love that. Well, several of them I have written and said, yeah, when I was in school, I paved my way by doing, doing adult work. video yeah. and yeah. sex yeah. work. Yeah. And they're like, they're like right on, you know? So, I mean, I, think that um, social mores have changed a little bit, but there still is this very conservative yeah. uh, old school sort of establishment that they don't want any part of this. But um, yeah, right now they're, they're, you know, quote, investigating me um, to try to get me out as a faculty member, but oh. I don't there, you know, we talk about a commitment to uh, academic freedom, free speech, free inquiry. There are you know, things, policies that say, yeah, we need to have people exploring controversial things. And, you know, so I'm not really very worried about that. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, a, a couple of things and we're going to get definitely to the to the free speech uh part of it because that that this is just insane. But the first thing I want to ask you is what did it feel like? I mean, personally for both of you, what did that feel like <clears throat> to be on the way out anyway and have someone like bring a hammer down harder than it needed to be brought down? I mean, what did that feel like in your heart and your guts and your in your brains? Was it was it shocking? Were you? I mean, were were you angry? Are you still angry? I mean, what did it feel like? I guess I would say I didn't expect they'd be like, "Oh, fantastic!" You know, more power to you. <laughs> right. Although we hear from so many people who say that, and it, it's been really nice to the positivity. It's probably like eighty twenty. You know, eighty percent are people that are supportive and say you know, actually like thank you and 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 yeah. you know i mean the best compliment we get is people will say your videos are hot in a wholesome way <laughs> or something like a guy will say i can watch this with my wife or my girlfriend like that and yeah. and that's what we're trying to do you know and and, and there's you know so but the negativity i'm surprised that they didn't say well wow this this isn't something we approve of or that we're into, but we do have a commitment to free speech and academic freedom. And so while we don't like it, the guy can, you know, do this, um, you know, th this notion of you're going to be completely kicked out of the university. 
wow, that's kind of like McCarthyism from, you know, the, the 50s when, uh, are you a communist? And, you know, I mean, and, and that's just really pretty weird. And I think that's why it's great that we're having this conversation with you. Yeah. I think the more people that hear about this <clears throat> that are reasonable uh, people will say, gee, that, that they're going too far. Well, and, and, you know, they took some pretty drastic measures. You know, it's not that there haven't been other instances where leaders of institutions in and outside of the state of Wisconsin, you know, have done something that is the board or the trustees find to be not helpful, let's say. <laughs> uh, you know, typically um, it's, there's sort of this, okay, Joe, you need to take these video down and then you need to step back from your role and it's all nice and quiet, right? But here they came out and said it was abhorrent, it was disgusting, uh, using language that that we've heard from some attorneys was probably not a really good choice on their part. And so that's you know that felt just like you said over the top. And then as his wife, I had this title of associate of the chancellor, and I had an email address. Um, and they sent Joe the letter on Wednesday night, the 27th, saying he was fired from his chancellor role, would be a faculty person with different, a different setup than had been agreed to before. And then there was going to be this complaint. On December 28th in the morning, my email was abruptly turned off. Um, I had lost access to it. And, you know, I had... I don't didn't use it for much anything other than reading the New York Times, really. Sure. But I had you know my Facebook account associated with it and things like that, and I couldn't access certain things. And they they didn't let me know that they were going to do this. I'm not sure what they thought I would do if they had let me know. What I would have done was put a automatic reply saying this is no longer my email address, right? Right. Um, fortunately. I was able to persuade them to please let me have access for like an hour so I can clean up some things, get some password information, put out an automatic message. Um, but then he was barred from going to campus. Yeah, I, 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 I am banned from campus and, right now. And for us to go clean out his office, we had to ha be escorted by the chief of police of the campus police office. You know, and so it just feels, yeah, seriously, it feels very mean spirited. Um, and the chief's a great guy oh, and he, and, yeah, and he was cool about it. But he's it's wonderful. just the, the sort of principle. Yeah. It's like I, we are being treated like we're some kind of criminals. Yeah. And you're like, well, OK, let's stop and say more people visit Pornhub <laughs> than visit Netflix. I mean, this stuff is pretty common. So, you know, I think we need to have a reassessment of where we are as a society with pornography, adult video, um, you know, sexuality in, in general. I mean, it, the internet has just sort of blown it wide open. You know, it's like, this is what people want. And we're doing something that actually a lot of people think is uh, really cool. I mean, I guess the other, I don't know that I'm angry Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm stunned, and I think there's some hypocrisy going on. But but also I'm pretty sad uh, because it's clear that we've been that that his former colleagues and other people on campus have been told you are not to have any communication with them at all. 
and you're not to talk about this at all. And so there's this, uh, you know, really kind of tight fisted control of what people are allowed to say or do. And I think that's, I think that's very sad for an institution of higher education. Yeah, it, it really, it's incredibly sad to be honest. And it makes me feel fiery uh, and it makes me feel a little scared. It makes me angry to be real. I mean, have you guys thought about just going full animal house and just filling the streets with marbles and ruining the parade or what? <laughs> I mean, I can give the Belushi speech if that will motivate you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it by heart, right? But I think the lar the larger question, right, is, you know, you, uh, Joe, you mentioned um, that uh, sort of th this this idea that we need to have a reassessment. This show that I've done for two years now, it's all about the reassessment, and you know, I have death threats in my uh, uh, Facebook messenger, in my Instagram, in my email every single day from incel dudes and whatever. So um, for exploring these topics, because we don't hold back on the show and we don't, we don't judge, we don't label, we don't whatever. So, you know, as two incredibly, incredibly intelligent uh, people who are connected to the positivity of sex and exploring sex and, and having higher level sex with professionals, with each other and having a level of intimacy that I don't think most people have where, how do we do this reassessment? Because you're beyond right. There, there is a reassessment needed with sex, with, with, with sex work. So I'm just wondering how, how do we start? Well, imagine a world where you could go to a sex worker <laughs> in the same way as that you go to get your hair cut, get a, get a massage, go to a lawyer. I mean, where you had people who are educated, they have to pass certifications that, you know, they're licensed and it's all above board. I mean, I think a lot of people would be much happier mm -hmm. if, you know, it's, it's like this kind of thing, you know, if you need, um, well, again, I'll do the legal thing. You need a lawyer, you go, you pay somebody, you don't expect you're going to have a relationship with them for the rest of your life. I mean, there ought to be room for that with sex and sex work. The challenge, of course, is it will take political people yeah. to make that happen. And the political people tend to be very, um, I, they're just so uptight about sexuality, even though, as we've seen in their own lives, maybe they're not. But it, 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 there's a lot of hypocrisy there. And I guess if we had leadership where somebody said, you know, let's get real about this and really talk about, um, you know, it, it may well turn out to be like sports gambling or um, marijuana or psychedelics where you, you know, I'm old enough that. There was a time when all of those things were totally illegal and frowned upon. And and now, of course, it's completely mainstream. I mean, look at the uh, Super Bowl. I think it's it, it, they're going to have all kinds of ads for gambling. They're in Las Vegas. I mean, it, it's a whole new day. I wish we could get there with um, sexuality. And but but it will take people from the political world to do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, for us and we've always said this, that that this is how we like to do things. And I think that that people need to be comfortable with a range of 
you know, what that range is of sexuality in the world and then what their range is for themselves that they're comfortable with. Um, we know that what we do isn't for everybody. We get that, you know, and and we would never suggest that everybody should do this, but it is a way for us to, you know, keep passion in our relationship. And we would encourage other people to find ways to keep passion in their relationships, whether it's, you know, something like this or not at all like this. Um, because, you know, we've had experiences where there wasn't that, that passion didn't sustain. And, um, you know, that's, it's, was really sad for both of us because we're both pretty sexual people. Not everybody is, and that's fine, but we are. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, my follow-up question to both of you again, because you do have so much experience and you guys are, um, I don't know. I look at you guys as kind of like freedom fighters a little bit. And, well, and, and thank you. Cause that's how we like to look. at Yeah. Ourselves. Yeah. And, and especially for, for what I'm doing with, with this podcast, that's why I'm, you know, in, incredibly honored that you guys are here. And so my, my follow-up question to, to both of you, intelligent freedom fighting, uh, partiers, um, is where, where is the, the stop? What is, is it religion that is preventing us? Is it religions sort of tentacles that have gotten into politics? It, what, what's the problem? And I know it's a, it's a, a big question, um, ex college chancellor, but like, um, you guys have more experience than anybody else would to ask this to, because now you're being persecuted per se for, for having a private life th that, um, has gone public. And I just don't, I don't think that's fair, but I think we should highlight where the problem is coming from. Well, a very good question. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to get people all wound up, but, um, <laughs> you know, religion, I was raised in, in a particular religious tradition where it was like, sex is bad. It's a sin. This is wrong. Even, you know, masturbation is just totally, you can't, you know, and it's fascinating. There's a lot of research that shows that sexuality uh, is really great for our cognitive functions, our brains, our stress relief. So it's only natural that humans would want to feel, um, you know, those I mean, dopamine endorphins, and endorphins yeah. and things, you know, so masturbation that we should get real about that and say, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world. And um, it may have a very useful and um, positive uh, role to play. And then relationships, sexual relationships, that, that's where this gets really complicated because we've been... Um, schooled that that and brought up that well you you only have sex with somebody to marry them and have children you know and we really got to take a hard <laughs> look at that and say is that good for people or not and are there other ways and we think we've come upon something and and we're very privileged of course because we 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 yeah. it's a hobby and we have the means to make it happen I mean, we hear from sex workers a lot who say, you know, thank you. Um, I I have to do sex work because there's nothing else I, I, I'm able to do in this society. And I, I'm discriminated against. And, you know, there's really terrible treatment of, of people. And we're sort of in this interesting thing where, OK, they've treated us poorly, but it's not the end of the world. And we can sit here and talk about it with you. Um, so. You know, to come back to your question, 
I think religion and sort of traditional morality uh, have a lot to do with the, the, the problem, if you will. But we're living in a time when the Internet, it, it just has changed so much. Mm -hmm. And you think about um, now we have access, we can talk to one another. I mean, we couldn't do what we're doing here today, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And now we can. And so we need to get real about that. And I think laws and uh, social mores need to be adjusted. But that's only going to happen again, as I said earlier, with with leadership that will say, hey, let's you know, decriminalize uh, sex work yeah. and, and let's take the stigma off of um, adult entertainment. And um, it, it's just amazing. You know, we mentioned Exotica earlier. Conferences like that or AVN, you go to them and everybody's just, it's cool. You know, it's yeah. like there's no buddy uptight about that. And, and so there just needs to be more freedom. Uh, well, and I think, you know, the youth of today, many of them have brought up and, you know, been watching porn on the Internet very easily, you know, since they've been sexual beings. And so I think that, um, you know, as they become middle aged people, that that I would hope that that these the, the culture around uh, pornography and sexuality would change for the better. Um, yeah, that's, because, that's a you good know, point. I, I was uh, brought up, um, I'm an only child. My dad was a professor. My mom uh, was pretty much a stay-at-home mom, although she had some home businesses that, that she uh, had that were, were pretty successful for her. Um, but we had a prescription to penthouse. I mean, or they did. I didn't. But subscription. It, a subscription, <laughs> not a prescription. prescription so I'm sorry. Huh? Uh, but it was out, you know, on the kitchen counter or on the coffee table and maybe face down, you know. And then there was a stack of really hardcore pornographic magazines, not well hidden in the hallway <laughs> coat closet, you know. So I had access to pornography you know, as long as I can remember. And so I've, I've never had a sense that, that it was a bad thing because it, you know, it, it felt like my parents were saying, yeah, this is out there. This is sex, you know, no big deal. So we have very different bringing. Yeah. Cause I, I, I was brought up, this is horrible, terrible, yeah. bad. Although, you know, Hey, there was a um, porn theater in the neighborhood and 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 I I in the suburbs. It, it, it was really kind of fascinating that it wasn't in the inner city or kind of seedy or anything. And there it was. And so when I was maybe seventeen, bunch of guys we went there, and it was like, whoa, okay, here here <laughs> it is, you know. And I can remember what movie that was and what <laughs> scenes. And and it's weird because. Who would have dreamed at that point, which was maybe 1977, mm -hmm. that I would be able to watch that very same movie for free easily on the computer? Yeah. I mean, or it, your it, phone. It, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so wild. And I think, you know, Carmen, you, you bring up really great points. You mean you both bring up amazing points, but, you know, Pornhub, OnlyFans, for this generation, that's their MTV culturally, right? Like, yeah, right? That's, that's their rock and roll culturally. That is the only like edgy yet 
acceptable. When you hear that, didn't you know it's Pornhub? When you see that blue and white logo, you know it's it's OnlyFans. And you know, OnlyFans, I think is is a huge step forward for the democratization of of sex work, right? I think that is a, a giant step, and I think that um, everything needs to be done to protect. I mean, you have people trying to pass laws to to ban sex work of any kind in states and you know those republican um ding-dongs are the same ones getting caught sending dms to porn stars like hey you available on saturday i'll be in town for a, a veterinarian conference or whatever right and so <laughs> and so i think it, it, it's it's all hypocritical and yet then and yet we are slowly pushing forward but it does sometimes feel like you know one step forward, three steps back yeah. kind of a thing. And it seems like a bit of a dance, like going and going in the, the right direction, wrong direction constantly. Um, I, I want to ask like more about, uh, you know, what, what kinds of stuff you guys are shooting. I want to ask graphic questions. So let's everybody sure. prepare yourselves. Yeah. Um, uh, is it, is it you guys having a threesome with with a woman? Is you guys having foursomes with a woman and a guy? Threesomes with? I mean, how do you guys identify sexually? And 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 what kinds of things can people expect in the videos that you're producing? Because I think everyone's interested and wants to know. Well, we've done all of those kinds of shoots. We've had we've done one foursome with <clears throat> another man and a woman, and honestly, that was a little bit awkward. So since then, we've only shot with one other person. And, and I would say we have about an equal number of men and women. Um, and I identify as bi. So, you know, I'm happy to uh, engage with a woman in any way possible. Um, yeah, and I would say I'm straight, but not narrow. And, um, you know, I, I don't, it, 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 one of the real, um, I'll call it sweet, uh, parts of this is many gay men have said, oh, could you do more with the guy in, in the video, you know, and you're so hot, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, well. <laughs> but um, I, I, I just don't have that impulse, but I don't mind being next to a guy mm -hmm. and I love watching a guy get it on with my wife. It's just, there's nothing yeah. like that. That, that. That's particularly these guys are really experienced um, yeah. people and to see her get them wound up is it, it, pretty cool. Um, but we did the, the, the format that we developed with the cooking show. We also <laughs> kind of said, all right, we'll alternate. We'll do a threesome with a guy, threesome with a woman, threesome with a guy, threesome with a woman. So we've been back and forth on yeah. that. And, um, you know, we're not, this is amazing. You know, everybody has their things that they like and, and more power to everybody. I mean, we all should, I guess our sex is, you know, pretty straight up. You know, we, we, we don't do like a lot of anal. We don't yeah. do BSDM. We we're, 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 we're it's you pretty know. vanilla. I mean, the only thing that we do that I guess I thought was. Well, I do common. a lot of squirting. She's squirts okay. a lot. Okay. I, yeah, I figured that out late in life. Um, I was actually, uh, having sex with a woman. This was before us. And, um, 
I, I think I was fingering her pussy and all of a sudden I, it's like this stream of, and I said, did you just pee on me? Like, what was that? I didn't know what that was. And she said, no, I squirted. And I'm like, okay, how does that work? And I figured that out and I thought, well, this is just all right. So, and, and I, I love to taste, you know, taste it. And I can, yeah, I can squirt many, many times a session and our sessions typically last about a half an hour so she's multi-orgasmic yeah i mean the video with lauren phillips yeah that's a good wow one. and we we designed it around the squirting it's called tasting notes yeah. and we have her you know coming as a wine instructor and we're oh yes the citrusy flavor and and then it's like well let's do the tastes of love and then and lauren is so professional we wanted to shoot that video on the first day and then the cooking on second her agent they 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 got the order flipped around and she said, well, I, I got to prepare to get ready to squirt. And I'm kind of, hmm, <laughs> um, and so she was sipping this um, rehydration drink all the time. And well, I'm like, during hair and makeup. Yeah. yeah. What's this going to be like? And so we <laughs> I would say sipping, I'd say gulping the video. Yeah. Well, and Carmen starts out <laughs> with her normal, like really powerful. And then Lauren, gets going and one of them i mean i'm up there and it was like i'm waterboarded i mean it's so much volume i mean it oh, you, you you can see that in the the, the video yeah. i'm just like whoa i i gotta but um you know the the thing that i guess that i do that apparently is a kink i didn't know is i love to have a great cum shot and i just Going back to that first film I saw back in the 70s, it was mm -hmm. like a really nice, you know, pop it out there. What what people call now a body shot, you know, it, it, uh, up the, the torso of my great woman here. And then uh, lick it up and give her a kiss, uh, snowballing, you know. And I guess for a lot of people, that's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like we get reactions on that. But I, it just comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I we mean, go, go ahead. Too. Yeah, yeah. tip fucking. She's got a nice yeah. pair, and like you can that. do that. And that's like, I mean, the whole edging thing. And we did a video around that with Tyler Nixon. Yeah. And I'm kind of teaching him, hey, you know, it's okay to play with yourself. You know, just don't come. And then when you get into the the scene, you know, you, you you can do that and hold it back, and then you get a nice pop at the end. And so, yeah. it's um kind of instructive that 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 video is very popular too i'd say the lauren phillips and the tyler yeah. nixon ones have gotten the greatest response yeah okay so uh joe you you don't interact with the male talent right but you will lick up your own cum shot and kiss her and and do those things and you perform next to oh you're not like licking up uh another man's cum shot or anything like that no i i i haven't and i guess i just don't know that I, I it isn't an impulse sure. i don't know how to you know and 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 there are lots of guys who would and and that's sure. cool yeah yeah amusingly yeah. people have commented they don't think cum is vegan <laughs> it's like <laughs> well perhaps not but i mean <laughs> so, that's that's the age old yeah that's the age old argument right <laughs> is it is cum vegan or not um <clears throat> and carmen your thing uh since you learned to squirt is squirting and and it sounds like you've gotten pretty impressive with it i mean how long did it take you to learn 
to squirt? Because I think a lot of people want to know how and they don't know where to start or whatever. Yeah. Um, it took me like one night <laughs> <laughs> with a really good toy, you know, and that's that's what it is. It's like there needs for me and I don't know how it works for other women, but for me, I need to have stimulation both, you know, way up in my vagina, like at the very top, like a kind of a pounding as well as clitoral stimulation. And about, I don't know, a minute of that. She's, <laughs> and I, it's just boom. It was like, know? she didn't squirt and then boy, did she squirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was no sort of transitional. No. No. And it, it, it it's and it, and then of course the, the other key is you have to be really hydrated, right? Mm -hmm. So drinking a lot of water, um, maybe a little bit of wine will help with that. Just yeah. relax, you know, so, uh, but it was, um, yeah, that was really well, a game changer for me. I got to say, and a game changer for me and guys, you know, like really it, it, it changes your whole approach. Cause before I had somebody that could do that or it was multi-orgasmic. Yeah. It was multi-orgasmic before I yeah, started. And that was but, like a yeah. really amazing because it changed how I thought about sex. Cause prior to that, I was with somebody that wasn't multi-orgasmic. It wasn't very orgasmic at all. And I would just sort of, well, this is about me and building and then I climax and we're done. It's fantastic that I'll get her off and then kind of pull back and then let's build that back up again and boom. And I can just hold that back. And then we get to a point where she's had enough pleasure and it's like my turn. And that's like maybe 25 to 30 minutes, you know, which, which is a, a really fun session yeah. and it really it, it's just so great to be with somebody that that is that uh turned on and and you know i'm i'm a lucky guy yeah, yeah i mean <clears throat> i think it's a beautiful thing i mean pleasure right and and again like we go back to this this idea that we're humans and and our bodies are built for pleasure and yet you've got all these yahoos sort of denying that for whatever yahoo reason right and it becomes a political thing. It becomes a morality thing. But at the end of the day, your body does what your body does. And I think by denying it, even like no nut November is like the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my what? life. Yeah. I don't like, even know I've heard of that. It, so in the month of November, mainly like bro-y incel dudes will do this thing called no nut November where they won't masturbate or have sex for the whole month of November. And they see it as some sort of retentional cleansing or whatever it's so dumb i mean <laughs> you know it should be hold your head underwater uh yeah. wednesdays or something i mean it's just like dumb to deny yourself of that um i i wanna i wanna ask um the sixty four thousand dollar question or a sixty two thousand dollar question i don't know whatever um what is your what do you guys think is your wildest scene um and what took place in it because Sounds like you guys are doing a lot of good, fun shit. I mean, she's squirting, you're snowballing. There's threesomes happening. There's vegan food being cooked. I mean, what's the what's the wildest scene? Would you guys say that you guys have? Well, okay, and and it, we may have different yeah. views on this. Yeah. I but, hope so. <laughs> okay, the Nina Hartley show, where the conversation is amazing. It's it, it it's like we're having here today. It's a very well-informed and, and she's just such a extraordinary woman. And, you know, 
there's nobody like her. And so to be fucking her and have her say to me, channel John Leslie, channel <laughs> Joey Silvera, channel Eric Edward. I mean, these are people that I grew up, you know, kind of idolizing. And then I come all over her boobs and Carmen's and she says, wow, that's a Peter North load. <laughs> I'm like, Rock how do you like that's I mean, you can't top that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is the Michael Jordan of porn, probably. So, right? yeah. yeah. And we yeah. tried to book him. Carmen would love to. But yeah, he's like sort of doesn't need to, you know, no. shoot with Google amateurs. Although maybe now that we're known <laughs> and people yeah. talking about it, we'll go back at it. But. I mean, I would say, I don't know that there's a wildest, if, if I had to say a wildest, it'd probably be Lauren Phillips, just because she was so high energy and like a mate, like squirting, like you wouldn't believe. Um, and enthusiastic, just incredibly enthusiastic. I mean, all of the talent have been so supportive. I, the first um, scene that we shot with a woman and this is the first one we did was India Summers. And we're in the middle, we're like, we're in the beginning of the sex thing and I'm gonna take my bra off. And she whispers in my ear, did you pinch your nipples? You know, to say, cause you want your nipples hard when the bra comes off. And I thought, and I had, but I thought how kind of her to, to you know, give this little pointer and they, they all do this, you know? And so she was really instructive. I would say that, Sophia Loren. No, Sophie oh, Marie. So Sophie Marie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sophie Marie uh, was amazing. And she's an athlete. And boy, that was an athletic scene. Um, you know, Tyler is a, kind of a surfer dude. And that's how, you know, we did a surfing theme kind of beginning to that. But he just was during the cooking show. He's kind of like this happy-go-lucky guy. During the sex scene, he was very similar. He was very you know, animated. I mean, so they all have their own yeah, the, characteristics that are super fun. It's hard to say like this was better than this yeah. or that. Yeah. Everything is just really, you've got a fantastic, interesting person there. And we do the most, it's like your interviews, you know, yeah. like you, you probably talked to a lot of great people and it's all a little bit different. And so we, we really, I just feel so grateful that they shot with us and we yeah. have some amazing videos the and memories. one of yeah. a kind. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, Joe, you mentioned um, coming on two women during a threesome, uh, Carmen and, and Nina Hartley. So when the threesome is two guys, right. Are, are, are you and the gentleman then coming on Carmen and Carmen what does that feel like? Do you feel submissive yet powerful? I mean, walk me behind the psychology of it. Oh, not submissive at all. I wouldn't say submissive. Okay. I would say definitely powerful. Um, and, you know, it's usually one first and then the other. It's not at the same time. It's hard to sync it up. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but oftentimes, you know, like I'm squirting as they're squirting. You know, mm, so it's mm -hmm. like we're both doing this at the same time. And that is super cool. I love that. I love it when when I come simultaneously with whoever is fucking me. 
I mean, the, you know. when we were with um, Damon Dice, who was, he's the first person we worked with on the cooking show. And just by pure coincidence, he actually has a degree in culinary arts. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a cook, you know? And so that was really fun. But we um, set that one up where, yeah, we did the, the, the okay, you, you know, and, and I don't know whether people would appreciate this, but when you make a video, you really do need to plan that cum shot. I mean, because it, 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 they need to have the cameras where they're going to be. And you need to, and it's the money shot, and they call that for a reason. And 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 you know, it, it's really something. And and I can talk about. I get a little nervous, you know. And and thank God for inexpensive sildenafil. And and you know, um, but um, that Damon one, we did manage to get. I'm whacking off on her boob. He's over here. He does it, and she pops out a squirt. We didn't plan it, yeah. and the camera guys were like, "Oh shit, yeah, that was so story. cool!" But we weren't, and so we don't have that on yeah. on video. So from that point forward, we always were clear to like make sure you have a wider shot where you can yeah. see her come too, so we get that multiple um, orgasm. Yeah, and the planning part, you know, one of the things that they, I, I didn't understand, but when they take stills, right? So the first time that we shot with this company was just the two of us. And they said, we're going to do these stills. And I'm like, stills? Like, this seems like work, right? <laughs> um, it turned out to actually be pretty hot. But um, this the last video that we made, just the two of us, we said, we don't need to do the stills. And that actually created kind of a problem for the people who were doing the filming because they didn't know where we were going to go next. So the stills serve as sort of a script. The blueprint. Yeah. yeah you know, so it. that's that's an interesting piece that people. But for a know. guy to do the stills, you know, it takes some discipline because, you know, you, you got to get hard and then you have yeah. to keep it but you're not going to release. Yeah. And, so, and, and, and I remember the first time we did that, <laughs> I said to the, um, the the crew once somebody said to me in between the stills in the video, "How are you feeling?" and I'm just like, "I just want to fuck," <laughs> you know. And and the guy said to me, "All the guys say that." Like like so, it made me feel like, "Okay, you're you're not weird that way." Yeah, I mean, welcome welcome to the club. You know, um, I think that's an amazing thing to to hear and, and an empowering thing to hear, actually. Um, and it sounds like you're fitting right in with some of the people that you idolize, some of the legends, and that's that's awesome. So, congratulations on that. Um, you mentioned like you know having to come on cue and all of these things, and I think a lot of you know th there is uh, a lot of guys who have the opposite problem of most men so if we're going to generalize you know you know we always hear about the guy who can you know two pump terry or whatever right and so there are there are some people um who take forever to come me being one of them and a lot of a lot of the times like i'm in my head about something or whatever and yada yada so what what tips could you give maybe some of the the male people in the audience right on how to get better at coming when you're when you're needed to come for the for the shot well i think that you have to practice yeah and so you know i am a big proponent of you know spend a little time on your own with your favorite 
porn mm -hmm. and just, you know, be really sensitive to what is it? I mean, and I'm not a therapist or, or certainly not a physician. So you can make of this what you will, but it sort of seems to me we have these two systems in, in a guy. One is to get hard and the other is to come. And when those are like lined up, right, you know, you're sort of in the zone and, and, and that's when you can kind of control that, you know, and um, so to practice. And I, I remember the first time that um, we went to that brothel out in uh, Nevada, I would use a condom because we don't, you know, being married and everything, we, we don't need that. But um, just to and 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 not jerk off, but edge with the, the condom just to get used to, OK, what does that feel like? because you're going to be in that situation. Um, so the more that you know your own body, the better off you're going to be. And I should say, I've had ED issues from the time I was a kid. And I had some, you know, and, and that, I don't know, other guys talk about that much, but it really does scar you. You know, you're like, oh, shit, you know, I, I can I get hard or not? And, and you know, I'm great to be with a woman now who understands, well, I might not be able to just pop that out of the box, you know, that it might take a little bit of like, let's just ease into this. It's kind of like if you're in the gym, you might not be able to just go and bench press some huge weight right away. You know, you need to build so that it takes a partner that that is going to give you the time and space to get your head and your body where it needs to be. Um, and in many of the shoots, you know, we may need to take some time away from the crew, you know, to get yeah. where we need to be, well, to get him where he needs to be, um, you know, and, and there's, again, super great about that. It's, mm. um, you know, we've had, there's, there's a lot of people involved. So there's somebody who comes and does hair and makeup for the women. Uh, there's people who are support people who help move furniture around. There's people who are doing the filming, you know, and, um, the people who are not directly involved in the filming generally, you know, take leave. Right. So it's, it's, they want to give us as they much do their thing and, and then they get and they out go. and then they give us as much privacy as possible as, as we need. And, um, and if, if, you know, the, there's been one guy that has, been filming the entire time. We've had some other turnover in other places, but um, he's always just like, hey, Jody, you need to take a break. You know, do you guys need to go off somewhere? And he's just, they're very sensitive people. You know, and yeah. and it, it, I wouldn't be able to do it without her. I yeah. mean, if you had me just go and, okay, I'm going to shoot a scene with you know, Adriana Chechik, just me and her, I, I, I don't think I could pull that off. But being with my wonderful wife and, and, and that it just really makes our relationship just so extraordinary, you know, because we share this. And uh, so it's a little bit different. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, what can I tell you? And, and everybody, all the guys are using um, sildenafil, which is generic, you know, Viagra and Cialis. And it's just because it would be unprofessional to not do that. And because if, if you show up for the shoot 
and you can't perform, then they can't make the video and people yeah. are out of work for a day. So it, it, it really is a, I would say, big responsibility on the male talent to, um, you know, do everything they can to make sure you can deliver. Well, yeah, I mean, first thing on the on the on the ED front, right, I've had a lot of sex therapists, I've had a lot of doctors on the show that are um, all female, and they all sort of argue for this point that we need to normalize a cock not always being hard on on command, right? And there you are on the adult industry, they see it every fucking day. And they're like, No, no problem, go have a coffee and whatever you need to do and but whatever, right? And so there's that. And yet out in the real world, I've experienced things where you know, you're drinking at the bar and maybe you don't know the person well and all the typical bullshit. And you, you go back and like, you're hard and you're not hard. You're hard. You're not hard. And she's like, what's wrong? And like that, just I'm like, oh, you know what? What's wrong is I'm leaving now because you made yeah. it weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and and so I think, you know, it, it it does need to be to be normalized because, you know, women aren't just wet like that. Right. And men That's aren't right. just hard, hard like that. And yet we have these stereotypes and these just really harmful, almost seem like they were placed there on purpose to keep us all kind of like away from each other. And, and I love that you guys are again, sort of bringing these issues um, to, to the front using this, this experience um, with all of its silver linings, right. To bring issues like this to the, to the top of, of the heap of, of problems really that need to, that shouldn't be problems. So I really appreciate appreciate that. Um, you know, I have a lot of polyamorous people on the show. Um, one thing that they've all said in, in, to me is that they do still experience jealousy, but they just realize how to sort of absorb it, maybe take a deep breath and ask themselves why they're jealous and get it sort of get over it. Right. So I'm wondering, do you guys have you guys ever had jealousy or and, and, and if you have, you know, how do you deal with it? In working with professionals, not a lick, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's, it, you know, Joe said he really gets off watching me being fucked by another guy. I would say the same thing, watching him fucking another woman, you know, that's, that, that is because we're doing it together. I think the polyamory thing didn't work for us because we weren't doing it together. And, mm. you know, and, and, and we tried that. Before very, we did any yeah, of the video stuff. Very briefly, because and it, it was it a wasn't disaster. cool and for us. I mean, I, yeah. uh, you know, but with professionals, the, the, you know, yeah. like, I mean, they're, it's like, we, I mean, like, like Nina, you know, we, we had our sex scene, great things like, hey, let's go out back and it's legal in California, smoke a joint, relax and great to see you have a nice life, yeah. you know, like, like we're, we're, that's that. I it, mean, and, and we had, as I think I said in the beginning, we had, um, had some threesomes with a woman that I had been involved with off and on. And, you know, she was, she was not the primary, you know, as they say in the polyamory world, but, um, even that we were together, but even that got for me, emotion, like, like there was some, uh, pulling, you know, in either direction that wasn't really comfortable. And, you know, she's a wonderful woman, but it just felt like I can't be 
all things to all people. And it was, you know, so emotionally it was difficult. And I think that's the same for us. Our experience with the poly world was that it was just that the, the, the emotional expectations were, were what caused the problem. You know, it wasn't the sex necessarily, um, but the emotions. And so I think because professionals, there are no emotions other than let's have a good time. <laughs> it's no issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys really, you found an incredible hack. I mean, that, that, yes. uh, that, that, that is like tr truly, truly amazing, um, sort of hack loophole that you have. And I think it, it does make sense. I mean, I hope that the audience realizes how much this episode is truly at its core, a love story, because you guys are clearly in love and you have both said in one way or another, right? Like that it only works with each other and and i think that is the fucking message right and i think there's so many people and doing this show i've learned i learned from episode one i mean i was in shock and i've i'm this you know i'm the sex party guy or whatever right and i've been in the nightlife for 15 years and then i started a podcast and i had such an interest in sex and relationships and even i from episode one was surprised at how much open marriages, polyamory, hall passes were going on, but no one was talking about it. And here you guys are on the most public of, of all stages saying that you're, you're doing this. You found a way to do it without the emotion, and but he couldn't do it without you. You don't want to do it without him. So this is a, this is a real, um, this is a real love story. So I, you know, oh, if you're listening, yeah. if, if you're watching, you know, pick up on that. That is kind of you to say, Dustin, and I would say of all the people we have talked to, you are the one who gets it the most. Absolutely. And so this is really a pleasure to, you know, yeah. be with somebody who, who, who wants to understand what we're about and thinks it's a positive thing. So thank you. No, totally. I think you guys are you know, uh, one of the most innovative couples out there. And I think that, you know, people trying to drag you in the media is sort of you know, for story of the week on the New York Post or whatever, I think it's sort of backfiring because here we are having this like gorgeous conversation about how the benefits of everything from masturbation to uh, uh, boner pills to like it all works. And it's kind of like, I mean, what did you expect? You know, so it's like I, I love that. And I'm and I'm truly honored to have you guys on the show. Um, a couple more questions and I'll let you get back to whatever you're filming now or whatever, whatever you're doing. <laughs> um, okay. So speaking of the media before this, I did watch the CNN interview and, and, you know, I got to say personally, um, they were, they were like really judgmental dicks to you, Joe. I mean, how, I mean, and you, and the thing is, is my girlfriend and I, she was standing in the kitchen when we were watching it and she's like, man, he, but he's like really holding his own. I'm like, Oh yeah, the dude's a, the dude's a pro. But like, how did that feel to have CNN act like judgmental dicks? I mean, you brought up the point of like, Hey, this, this, uh, 2004 ruling was before the iPhone. And like, I was like, what a genius. Right. But they were like, what does that have to do with it? And are you aware that, I mean, this stuff is really lewd and like that, I mean, it's kind of disgusted me a bit. And I expect that from more of like the, right-wing Fox Newsy kind of um, uh, berserkers, but not from, from CNN. So how did that, how did that feel? And it, was that the worst interview you've done or have there been worse? Well, I, I, you know, 
I too was surprised that they went down this sort of negative path. And and what people tend to do when they can't deal with the fact that, well, hey, pornography, adult entertainment, it, it's actually pretty mainstream. It's very popular. They, they go to like child sex trafficking and these like really extreme. And we all know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we, there should be laws against that. And, 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 you know, but I think my favorite moment of that interview was when the, the woman was like, well, this really isn't a serious public matter. <laughs> and I say, well, if it wasn't, why are we having this conversation? Mm-hmm. And slam dunk. The guy kind of goes like, well, he's got a point, <laughs> you know. And um, so that was was fun. But yeah, I think that the initial sort of we're outraged and this is crazy. I think we're past that, and now we're getting mm. people like yourself. And we've got some other people that have been talking. We have talked to a wonderful professor from Georgetown University who's writing a book and that's sex positive and that want to sit down and have a really nuanced, rich conversation about this. And this is very impressive because you're one of the only people I think we've gone from free speech, First Amendment to, you know, cum shots and squirting and, and, and everything in between. So that, that's really cool. And, um, you know, I, I think that over time, maybe those you know, people who are the, the, the haters will move on yeah. and we'll get more of a, OK, like, what are they trying to do and why? And, and, and you know, that that I think is a good thing. And we're you know, this hasn't been easy, but I think ultimately we feel like we're doing something that matters to a lot of people and that's important. And, 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 you know, you only have so much time in your career or your life for that matter. And so we want to use that time in a way that's um, beneficial and and exciting. Well, and I will also say that um, especially after the CNN interview, uh, you know, we were getting requests to be on a variety of other news uh, shows, and we intentionally decided we probably don't want to do that because we don't want to go through that kind of CNN experience again and have it be sensationalized in a negative way. Um, we stuck with print media because most of the print media. Uh, you know, there's a longer story there and there's more subtleties um, in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, for example, uh, had a long article when this first came out, uh, the reporter and photographer came to lacrosse and they sat with us in our house for about three hours and did a long interview and did a very nuanced article that, um, you know, I thought was great. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that, that's awesome. And I had to bring up the CNN interview because they, they were yeah. just, it, it was just inappropriate. So I wanted to like push back on that with whatever yeah. little, little soapbox I have. Um, okay. Last few questions. I promise. Um, are, are there, are there performers that you guys have not worked with yet that you really want to work with? And who are they? If you could say. Gosh. We've been really <laughs> lucky that we, we've gotten a I mean the Peter North one, you know, that yeah. was that was a disappointment. Sure, but, sure. But um other than that Well, okay, going back to the sort of the Nina Hartley world, I mean Ginger Lynn is another yeah. person that, that has been doing it for a long time and I've watched and admired and 
I don't know whether we'd ever be able to. Is she still filming? I think she does. Oh, okay. Um, so fair enough. I mean, Nina is a little. She's like a month or two older than I am, and I'm 63. And we had dinner with her a while back. It was about a year after the the shoot, and she kind of remarked offhandedly, "Well, you're really the last guy I've had sex on video with." Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of, what? Yeah. Wait a minute. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but it, and, and apparently that may well be true. So I don't know. It, 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 it's um, it, it's fascinating because we were doing this just for ourselves. And then it came out. And then you're doing it for a lot more people. And I don't know where we go from well, here. And, and, and it's been interesting. I mean, Duh, I should have thought about this, but when people say, oh, I'm masturbating to you, I'm like, what? You're meant what? And it's like, well, of course, that's what they're doing. It's porn, you idiot. <laughs> um, you know, and so uh, and then people will say, well, could you grow more pussy hair or shave your pussy or could you do this or could you do that? And it's it's, you know, for us, we do this for us and we're sharing it with the world. We're mm-hmm. not taking orders you know um and that's just that's just not our thing yeah we're really lucky that what you see in our videos yeah. is like it it's like if somebody went down into their basement and painted a painting you know like it's just what we want to do and i guess yeah. that's kind of rare cuz really you have an industry out there that needs to be sensitive to well what do the fans want to you know pay for and mm-hmm. what do they want to see we haven't really been able, we, we, we haven't had to do that. And, and we're lucky that way and privileged yeah. and, and we get that. And, um, you know, I, I guess we hope that we get more and more people to watch our stuff and enjoy it, whatever that means. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, uh, what we do next. I did not real clear on that right now. Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, whether you're a performer or a normal person, anytime someone says, Hey, I masturbated to you, it is like a jolt, <laughs> jolt of you yeah. did. Like it's so, so very human reaction, um, um, to, to have to that. Um, I think, you know, that was another question. Where, where does this all go? You I mean, do you think you'll be uh, teaching? Do you think they'll just be dicks about it and find some way to, to boot you out of that? But like, I mean, what are, are you guys still shooting uh, current content or? We, we shot the last one we shot was this summer and it was just the two of us. And we talk about our books and we kind of get into, this is before we were out. Like someday maybe you will be out. Um, We didn't know at the time how quickly this would all change. So we're we're not entirely sure. We've been contacted by people who um one in particular i can't say the name of it but it's a website for women Mm -hmm. and sexuality and that's exciting about being a part of that and you know like reaching that audience and and that's been cool and there have been other people who have said you know your story might be good for a a documentary Mm. a video you know and 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 that's interesting and you know as far as i'd love to teach and we would be very interested in doing public speaking and and you know getting around and being with people like you that 
yeah. are like really interested in, in what we've done and want to know mm-hmm. more about it. And, well, you know, and so, to be the sexual freedom fighters, right? You know, like mm-hmm. if we get this out there, could we be somehow part of the movement to, to make this, you know, less of a stigma and more accepted? Um, but yeah, we've got some projects sort of dangling out there. Um, so, and maybe one more with the two of us, uh, this is our, this summer will be our 10th anniversary. Um, and so I said, maybe we should do a 10th anniversary video. I don't one know. of our <laughs> greatest videos is called juicy anniversary. And that was shot just the two of us on our one year wedding anniversary. And as the name implies, that was the first big squirting video. So uh, (laughs) we hope people will check that out. And we have it all out there on loyal fans and also a lot of the videos on OnlyFans. There are differences (laughs) in the platforms in terms of Mm -hmm. uh, what documentation you need. And um, the two books are on Amazon and and Married with Benefits, Monogamy with Benefits. We've got a third book that we're working on. Um, it's just this sudden notoriety, if you will, has sort of, oh, wow, we, we, we don't have a lot of time to write. Um, <laughs> sure. But we'll hope to get that out someday. And uh, it, it, it's been a really amazing uh, ride. And, uh, you know, again, we're just delighted there are people such as yourself, Dustin, that uh, want to talk to us about it. And and have a really, you know, great conversation. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, in closing, uh, I, I want to say uh, straight up, I think the magic is, you know, people like amateur because it's real, right? And but then people love porn because it's it's not real. It's like this amazing sort of thing. And you guys have found a way to combine the two. And I think that's part of the magic along with the love. So, I mean, again, innovator, you know, you're, you guys are innovators, freedom fighters, I love you. Uh, and I'm wondering, in closing, if you could give just a bit of, of small advice to anybody who's out there that wants to take up the fight against censorship, against, you know, uh, free speech, wants to be sex pub, you know, positive and in public about it. What would you say to 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 those people? I would say just be yourself. Speak from the heart be yourself, make sure you have people who support you because it's not going to necessarily be an easy road. Right. Um, but that know that you will find support from places that you never expected it. I, you know, I have received messages from former classmates, former colleagues, who are like, we love you, we support you, we know this must be difficult. Um, We've received messages from medical personnel, from therapists, from academicians, from researchers saying, we think what you're doing is phenomenal. So whatever steps people want to take, you know, make, you know, have someone there that's taking them with you or is supporting you in that, but know that there's a whole world of people that you don't even know who are going to say, thank you. Thank you for fighting the good fight and people who are not privileged enough to fight the good fight and you're working for them. And that's so important. And I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) The only thing I would add is something that Nina Hartley said, which I think is really powerful. Fantasy is what you want. 
Reality is what you negotiate. Yeah. And what that means is we got to talk to one another and we got to be open and we need to not be afraid. And that's the only way we're going to move forward. Joe and Carmen, the sexy, happy couple, they're in love. Uh, guys, tell the audience, these party going people, um, where they can find you, maybe on social medias. Um, where can they find your content, buy the books, give you money, support you? Well, it's all sexy, happy couple. And if you go to Amazon, you can get our books there. And if you go to X, formerly Twitter, we have an account that we um, post stuff. We're on YouTube and we're also on loyal fans and only fans. So the, there are a lot of places uh, where we are and we love to hear <laughs> from people. And, and we, you know, sometimes it takes a little while to reply, but we always try to do that. And um, we just feel so lucky that we're a part of something that I think matters to a lot of people. And it's been a pleasure to be on your show, oh, Dustin. It's been a real honor. And we'll, 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 yeah, we should check back in down the road yeah. a few months and see yeah. what else is new. So we would be delighted to, to come back anytime. Yeah. No, it's the pleasure is all mine. I mean, I, you're def I'm going to make you guys come back once you get the Netflix deal for a hundred million and the vegan, <laughs> the vegan burrito brand is, you know, you, you, you guys are the spokespeople. So thank you so much. Uh, I, I can't, I can't say enough, um, good things about you, but until next time, there will be a next time, but until next time, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh, you're thank welcome. You. It's been an honor. Thank you. And as Dirk Diggler said in, um, Boogie Nights, <laughs> You keep on rocking and rolling, okay? Right back at you. Well, welcome to season three, everybody. Big thank you to Joe and Carmen, the sexy, happy couple, for being here and sharing their story. Make sure you go check out everything that they're doing. Join their fight. Join, join their cause. Check out their cooking show. Check out their porn vids, their porn vid cooking show. Just go buy everything that they're selling. Check out their books. If you guys want to see more guests like Joe and Carmen, if you guys want more sex party, you're ready for a spinoff, you want uh, I don't know, another couple exclusive episodes, whatever it is, if you want to show some love, you want to show some support and some desire for more, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. If you're listening to this show on platforms like Apple and Spotify, you could subscribe to the show. That's the most important brand new episodes each and every Wednesday. You could leave a rating. You could leave a review. Those are far less important. If you're watching on YouTube, would you rather be fired from your job for porn videos or stealing chicken nuggets, depending on where you work. Let me know in the comments. If you are watching on YouTube, I love you. I see you. I appreciate you. If you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel and then never miss an episode every single Wednesday. You could also like this video and leave comments if you like. You don't have to do that shit but I appreciate it. As always, I'm available in the DMs on Instagram, and I will see you all right back here next week. Thanks for listening. The party continues next week. Click subscribe, and let's make this a regular thing. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at SexPartyFM. Follow Dustin at Dustin Ribka.